This is the Relatable Podcast with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to create happy and loving marriages without making over their husbands. If you are a wife looking to transform your marriage from the inside out, you've come to the right place. Get ready to hear relatable stories, practical advice, and empowering perspectives for how to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of Relating Well. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan here, and I am so excited to share with you a new podcast episode. Thank you so much for joining. I hope that your week is going well, or that maybe after this podcast, you can move in a better direction. So today I want to introduce you to a concept called your thinking threshold. And I came up with this idea after seeing a quote numerous times and taking that as a signal that there was something for me to share with you about it. So here's the quote. It's actually an Albert Einstein quote, and it says, the significant problems we face cannot be solved at the same level of thinking that we were at when we created them. Let me read it again. The significant problems we faced cannot be solved at the same level of thinking we were at that created them. So when I heard this, it made me just ask the question, well, what's the level of thinking that created the problems? And how do you get to a new level of thinking if you're sort of stuck at the old level of thinking? And so I developed this concept called the thinking threshold. And my goal for our time together is to just raise your thinking threshold. So what does that mean? That means that right now there is a certain way that you are thinking. There's a certain way that you see things, a certain way that you perceive things. And that's what you know, right? Like you have lots and lots of evidence for your way of thinking to be correct, for it to make sense, for it to be what's really happening, even if it doesn't serve you. And even if it causes you some negative emotion, usually sadness, hurt, anger, frustration, resentment. So when we recognize that the way we are thinking, the level that our thoughts are currently at is something we want to change, then we commit to thinking on a higher, greater, and better level. And so as a coach, that is my primary job is to elevate your level of thinking, to offer you a new perspective, to open your mind to seeing things at a higher and greater level so that you are less likely to constantly be experiencing those negative emotions. And so today, I thought I would share with you three 
thoughts, three ways of shifting your thinking threshold, three particular levels and ways of thinking that most unhappy wives have to the next level of thinking, which happier wives have. Okay, following me? So we're going to go, if your thinking is like at level one with these three thoughts that I'm going to share, I'm going to show you how to raise it to at least a level three or four, depending on how deep you go into this podcast episode with me. So let me share with you the level one thinking that many people have. One example is to focus on what the husband is doing. To focus on he thinking, meaning if I were to ask you what's going wrong with your marriage, every sentence would start with he. He doesn't do this. He hasn't done that. He does do this. All of your answers would be focused on your husband and all of the ways he's not doing what you want him to do, what you expect him to do, what he promised to do, what he should be doing, all of that story, right? So that's level one thinking where every conversation or every complaint or everything that's going wrong is centered around him and what he's doing. Another level one example of thinking is to focus on all that's not working in your marriage, to focus only on the problems and to be consumed and overly preoccupied with everything that's not going the way you thought it would go, right? Your communication is awful. Your connection is missing. Intimacy is just not even on the radar screen, right? That is a focus on all the things that are going wrong. And that is level one thinking because it's likely that when you think that way, you feel upset, you feel hurt, you feel disappointed. And then out of that thinking and out of those emotions, you probably act in ways that actually contribute to more problems rather than being the solution. So that's another level one thinking. Level, uh, another level one example of thinking is to focus either on the past or what is happening right now. Meaning you look backwards at what, you know, he has never been able to do right? <laughs> the, the broken promises, like the trail of broken promises that just like linger on from days past of all the things you guys plan to do together that he never followed through on. All the limitations and all of the boxes around how he's never become what you've needed him to become. Right? This is particularly acute for women who have been unhappy in their marriages for a very long time. Or maybe you're just focused on the present and you're just focused on the reality of your marriage right now, 
of how much it feels like you guys are roommates, of how much it feels like you are not working together as a team, um, how it doesn't seem like he has any interest in you at all, right? All of that is level one thinking. And so what I want to offer you is some higher level thinking, some new ways of seeing things and perceiving things that will raise your, th- your thinking threshold to positively impact you and how you feel and ultimately your marriage. So for that first example, in terms of he thinking, where everything is about him, 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 him. The way to elevate your thinking is to transition from he thinking to me thinking, right? And what that means is you go from having a laser-like focus on what he's doing and how it impacts you to looking in the mirror at yourself and seeing exactly what you are thinking and exactly what you were doing that's contributing to whatever is going wrong. So I like to offer you three very specific questions to elevate your thinking in this direction. The first is this question, where am I projecting? Projecting is a concept, it's a psychological concept that is really Um, in sort of the most simplest terms, it's when you feel something or you think something that you may or may not be consciously aware of, but you ascribe it to someone else. So like, she doesn't like me or he doesn't like me. That's very common. But really what's happening is you don't like them but you're not even like aware, you're not even um, so self-reflective enough to realize that what's really going on is you really don't like them. You just see it as that they don't like you. So here, as we elevate our thinking, going from he thinking to me thinking, if you ask this, yourself this question, where am I projecting, right? Then what you do is you really get a chance to look at what's true for you, right? Like the fact that your husband may be a little bit distant or the the fact that your husband is not communicating with you. If you're able to look and to see within yourself the ways that you are a little bit distant or the ways that you aren't communicating at the highest, most effective level, then you have something to work with right? Because we already know that we're not going to change anything about what that man is doing, right? And so here, when you can just look at yourself and say, you know, what's really true for me? Like, am I projecting or where am I projecting how I actually feel or what I'm actually doing onto him, right? A lot of times when our husbands are not responding or being the way that we want. We tell ourselves that, well, I'm reacting this way because he did it first, right? So like if he's distant from you, a lot of times what ends up happening is you tend to then withdraw from him. And so you rationalize it. Well, like if he's not going to reach out to me, I'm not going to reach out to him either. 
And so what I want you to do is I want you to resist that temptation to do that because that, again, is like level one thinking and we're elevating our thinking. And I want you to get into the space where it actually doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that he's doing it to you or that he did it first or that he withdrew first. What matters is that what you are doing right now, like you have to just look face value at yourself in this circumstance. Okay, which leads me to the second question is, am I showing up the way I want to? Am I showing up the way I want to? If you ask yourself that question, you are going to get so much more clear about how you are being. And if you find that you're not showing up the way you want to, you have to ask yourself why, right? And it's not from a place of him deserving you to be all loving and kind towards him, because in most cases, you're not going to feel like he deserves that at all. But it does come from your own internal compass point of who you want to be, right? You want to be a woman that is proud of herself, that feels like she is being her best in all situations, Right. And so you have to ask yourself when it comes to some of the things your husband is doing or saying, would you rather be the type of person who doesn't take things personally, who is able to let those small issues go very, very quickly? Would you rather be a person who shows unconditional love and acceptance? Or would you rather be the way you are currently being? which in all likelihood is someone who's taking things very personally, who's offended and upset by a lot of stuff that he does, who is unable to quickly let go of things. You hold on, you build up resentment, and you're someone who judges him and criticizes him and puts him down in your mind because he's not living up to your expectations. Which person would you rather be? Right now, I'm not saying you just snap your fingers and all of a sudden you are this more evolved, a higher version of yourself. But I am saying that it's worth beginning to ask yourself that question very frequently. Right. Am I showing up the way that I want to? And so the third question in shifting from he thinking to me thinking is how can I create a solution that works for me? Notice this question very carefully. How can I create a solution that works for me? Right? Because a lot of times in the he thinking, the solution is always in him. The solution is always him doing something differently, him apologizing, him showing up in a completely different way than he's ever been before. And so when you ask yourself, how can I create a solution that works for me? You take the power into your own hands, right? And within that, it's sort of like you begin to explore, like, what are the things I can do for myself? How can I feel better about this? How can I accept this? How can I maintain a sense of peace in the midst of this? What can I do to just take care of myself? Okay, So that is the first shift in raising your thinking threshold, going from he thinking to me thinking, okay? Now, the second one, right? This focus of what's not going right. 
the elevated thinking, and you've heard me say this multiple times in multiple different ways, and so maybe this particular way will stick with you in this context, is going from what's not working to what is working, right? Now, here's the thing. This is what makes this a little bit difficult for us, is that your mind and your body actually gets used to negativity and negative thinking quite quickly. So whenever you think a negative thought, whenever you think any thought in general, but when you think a negative thought, it creates a groove in your brain. Like literally, there are neural pathways that are then created that get you to that thought super fast, super efficient, super quickly. So it doesn't take much over time when you constantly think that your husband is a disappointment or that he's not showing up for you in the way that you want or he is distant and cold and withdrawn and just doesn't follow through. When you think those thoughts over and over and over again, you just create like a shortcut to your brain to go there with the slightest of triggers. That's why it's so easy to just think those negative thoughts about him all the time coupled with the fact that your emotions around that thought are usually negative, right? You feel angry, you feel frustrated, you feel hurt. Now, here's what happens with our emotions. Our emotions are just hormones in our bodies, right? Like as a woman, you can think about that like hormonally, right? We have hormonal fluctuations which affect our mood, Your mood, your feelings, your emotions come about as a physical response to hormones in your body. Now, if you are in a regular emotional state of being frustrated, of being sad, of being angry and disappointed, you are literally creating a physiological response and a certain set of hormones in your body. And like any chemical reaction in your body, your body will get used to it, right? And so you become physiologically addicted to feeling a certain way, so much so that it just becomes your baseline, in your norm, which is why so many women stay stuck feeling sad and upset and even depressed about the state of their marriage because they're thinking the same thoughts over and over and over again, which are producing negative emotions over and over and over again, which is producing this chemical response in your body over and over and over again. And so the way to stop all of that, right, is to interrupt your pattern of thinking. And so what I like to recommend for my clients, especially, I give them this exercise of just go ahead and brainstorm all the things that you feel are going wrong in your marriage. Just dump it all out. Hold nothing back. Like, this is not something I'm going to look at. Just go to town in the truth of everything you feel is going wrong right? That in and of itself is very, very cathartic because a lot of times we just have all this negativity just bumping up around in our head and our bodies and it's just taking up space and dragging us down and bringing us down. So you write down all the things you feel are going wrong. And here's what I ask them to do after that. And if you're up for it, I really want you to do it too, is to find 
two good things for every one bad thing. So I want you to double that list with all that's going right. Now, a lot of people will do this, right? And they'll get to a few things that are going right. And then they want to quit because they're like, I can't think of anything else. Like, this is it for me. Like, nothing else is going right. And that's where the breakthrough happens. That's where the exact moment of raising and elevating your thinking threshold happens. When you are able to push through when you think you want to stop, right? This happens a lot like when you're working out or when you're doing anything that requires effort that you're not sure you have, right? And the same is true here with your thinking. I want you to feel like this is a mental workout for you that you love, (laughs) right? Because I know like as I'm describing, you're you're probably like, no way, I don't want to do that. That feels uncomfortable. I don't want to have any parts of that, Siobhan. And that would be fine, right? Like if that's where you are, then that's where you are. But I need you to know, right, that your level of thinking, your thinking threshold is impacting your marriage. And so when you only think about all the things that are going wrong or you don't stretch yourself and pull yourself into the place of finding the good, then you're just going to stay in the land of bad. And that's always your choice to do so, but why would you, right? Like you're listening to this podcast because you are looking for hope and encouragement and some way of making forward progress in your marriage. And so the tool and the concept that I'm offering you today is that of just elevating your thinking. That's something you get to do all on your own that doesn't involve your husband having to do or be anything else than what he's doing. That's the path of least resistance. That's the quickest way you're going to get results is when you create the results in your mind by focusing on what is actually working. And when you do that exercise, when you look for the good, what I want you to do is I almost want you to like write it down and then just close your eyes and just like find all the evidence that it's true. Let that experience of positivity and what's going right in your Uh, your marriage actually like come into your body, right? Because guess what we're trying to do? We're trying to reverse that chemical reaction of all of the negative emotion you've been holding on to. And so the more and more you practice this, it's literally like building a mental muscle. The more and more you practice this, the easier and easier it will become. I was telling a client today, I was like, listen, At the beginning, your recovery time from like these incidents and these bad feelings that come up for you, your recovery time is just going to shorten the more and more you practice. So right now you may be upset about it for a day or two. Eventually you'll get to the place where you're upset about it for maybe like a minute or two. And isn't that exciting? But that type of transformation doesn't happen just by listening to this podcast and clicking off and going about your day the same way you always do. That type of transformation happens when you commit yourself to actually doing the work. So I really would encourage you, like even right now, even if you're driving or doing something where you can't write things down, to just press pause right now and think about what are the things that are going right in your marriage and just allow that thinking and that reality to just wash over your whole mind and body. 
It will be amazing if you do that. Okay. So the third elevation of thinking is to stop focusing on the past and the present reality and to focus on your future possibility. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to just imagine what it would be like if you had the marriage of your dreams. Like if you felt exactly the way you wanted to feel about your husband. If he felt exactly the way you want him to feel about you. If you guys enjoyed every second you spend with each other. If you're able to communicate on such a deep, deep level, if you feel heard and seen and valued and validated and appreciated, if you feel that wonderful excitement of love, of just wanting to be around him all the time, just thinking about him and that putting a smile on your face, if you're just telling your friends, oh my gosh, my husband is the best. This is what we did together. This is what we're going to do next. Right? I, as a child, had an incredibly active imagination. I actually had an imaginary friend. And so exercises like this feel so fun to me. It's like the best. I'm like, oh my gosh, daydreaming? Yes, I'm here for it all day, every day. Now, for some of you, you may feel the same exact way, right? Like I literally, you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but I suggest it. Sometimes I literally would just play a song. That's like the best love song. And I will just make up a whole story for me and my husband around that song. We're dancing, whether it's a fast song or a slow song. He's singing the words to me. I'm singing the words to him. And we are just having like the best time together all in my head, right? So I want to encourage you to get in the habit of doing that, to focus on the future possibility of what could be. Now, here's what your mind is going to tell you right now. It's like, like, why, Siobhan? Why would I do that? Right? It feels fake. This is not real. Right? But I want to ask you, why wouldn't you want to picture an amazing future together with your husband? Like, what is the downside of doing that? Right? Why wouldn't you just want to sit there and imagine you guys enjoying every amazing detail of your life together? Now, some of you may say, right, well, why would I want to do that? Because I will just be disappointed, right? Like it's not real. It's not what's happening. It probably won't happen. So I don't even want to set myself up for the disappointment because I'm living on months and years of disappointments already. So I'm not going to add to the disappointment, right? But here's what I want to offer you, right? And my guess is, is that the idea of imagining some amazing future possibility feels like a disappointment to you and you feel sad and hurt, then it's likely you're feeling that way already, whether you do the imagining or not. You're sad right now. You're hurt right now. You're angry right now. You're resentful right now. And so here's the thing, right? If that's what you're feeling already, then it's not going to get any worse by imagining a better 
possibility in the future. Like there's no planet in the world where that actually makes sense. If you're already sad and disappointed, thinking positively about a better future in no way, shape or form is going to make you more sad and more disappointed than you already are right now. Mic drop, right? Mic drop there. Because there's absolutely no downside to thinking positively. And there's no downside to just imagining a better future. Zero. I really want you to hear that. Like there's zero downside to doing it. Only good can come of it. Okay. So those are the three ways to raise your thinking thresholds. Number one, go from he thinking to me thinking. Number two, go from focusing on what's not working to focusing on what is working. And number three, to stop focusing on the past or your current reality, which isn't good, and to instead focus on a future possibility that is absolutely amazing. So I hope you find this valuable. I hope you make a commitment to raising your thinking threshold to higher thoughts. We don't want to stay at level one thoughts. You have never been a level one woman. So don't stay at level one with your thinking. It's time to rise up and elevate yourself to the amazing, incredible wife who has the marriage of her dreams. And these are the thoughts that will get you there. All right. Thank you for tuning in. I'll be back with you next week. Bye for now. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Now I'd love to connect with you more. Join me in my private group on Facebook, the Empowered Wives Society, or sign up for my weekly newsletter at berelatable.com. There you'll find additional resources to help you create the happy and loving marriage you desire. And of course, I can't wait to meet you right back here for the next episode. Until then, make your marriage amazing.